I'll be coming from um, Romans chapter um, 8. Romans chapter 8 this morning. And um, just reading, reading the entire chapter when you get an opportunity. Um, this is the lifestyle, This the lifestyle on God's term that we are to be walking. Amen. We are to walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I've been saying that I'm hungry and thirsty for the things of God. And I'm just not satisfied. It's just not church as usual. And these things ought to be taught on a daily basis. I think it should always be in the forefront of our mind because the enemy, he's so clever and cunning. And sometimes we allow him to take reign. And sometimes we're not even aware that we're under the influence of the devil. And it's time for us to understand that we are the righteousness of Christ and that we don't walk after the flesh. If we are in Christ Jesus, we don't walk after the flesh. Although the enemy is coming for the word's sake, and he's always trying to highlight and remind us of what the old man used to do, it is our obligation to stand on the word of God and fight the good fight of faith. Amen. I'm not saying it's going to be a picnic in the park, but it's a fight. There's a war going on, and it is the flesh versus the spirit. The flesh always want to rule, but we it is our obligation to allow the spirit of God to rule and reign. And how we do that is by getting in the word of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore now. Make sure you underline that word now. Now is me right now in the present tense. There is therefore now no condemnation. Condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. If you are in Christ Jesus... There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Now here's the condition. Who walk not after the flesh. Now if you walk after the flesh, that means that if you are walking and doing what you big, bad, and, and bold enough to do in the flesh, then there is condemnation. However, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Amen. And we're talking about the Spirit of God. Now, that word condemnation, condemnation, it is an accusation or a scolding or punishment for a bad act. Amen. It can also mean you're guilty or you're you're convicted of the wrong that you have done. That's why when we are in Christ Jesus and we're not walking after the flesh and we're being led by the Spirit of God, although we might fall short, we may fall short of the glory of God, but Jesus only see the blood. Here, we're saying, and the word of God is saying, that we don't practice sin. The Bible said, he that knows to do good and does it not is sin. So, this is not a, a, a car or a statement for you to sin. Amen. Many of us been 
doing the things that we feel that we big and bad and bold enough to do. But I've been saying we're bought with a price. So we don't walk after the flesh. We are to make faith moves by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says again, There is therefore now, meaning right now, always in the present tense, no condemnation to them which are in Christ. In Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ had made me, you can put your name there, had made me free from the law of sin and death. Amen. So we are to live the life in Christ. Matter of fact, we can't live or breathe or move without him anyway. But God has made us free mortal agent where we can decide whether we want to serve him or not serve him. Glory to God. I was having a conversation with one of the sisters from the prayer line about how the enemy is bombarding, meaning that he is definitely pressing us. Amen. And and there's a lot of things that all of us are being um, challenged with. Not only decisions that we need to make financially, even also in our bodies. And it's like he's trying to get us to doubt God in the process. And as I was sharing with the lady, I said, you know what? The end result for each and every one of us, the believers, I'm talking about the believers. The end result is for us to get to that place called heaven. Amen. Because we got to leave this earth one day. So the ultimate is to see Jesus. But while we're yet here on this side of earth, we got to fight. And sometimes we want to throw in the towel because of the intensity of the war. But I come to tell you that if you just stay in the fight, knowing that it's a temporary position where you're at. I know it seems like we've been in this season for a long time. And maybe God is trying to show you some areas that you need to get it right in. You know, most time people judge us based on our intention or they of what they see us doing. God is looking at our heart. They don't see our heart, but God does. We don't know our heart, but God does. And God is either trying to put something in us or take something out. And it seems like most of us been in a season for a long time and that you want to wave the white flag and say, okay, God, I've been in this season a long time. I've been in this position 10 years, 20 years, 30 years and nothing. What's going on here? I'm come to tell you that all you need to do is continue to trust God in that season and know that you have the victory. Amen. Now, there could be some things that kept you or keeping you in that season. And and one of the things could be the mouth. What you're saying while you're in that season. Are you you bringing condemnation 
upon yourself by what you're saying. Because remember, every word counts. Every word. I'm going to say that again. Every word counts. And we need to be mindful of what we are saying while we're in the season. God said in his word that there is no good thing will he withhold from us. And most times we like to remember yesterday. Remember we are to live in the now. Forget those things which are behind and we press our way on in. God already knew that we were going to mess up from the beginning of time. That's why he allowed his son Jesus to come on this side to die for our sin, to put us back in right position with him. And that is why it is our obligation to understand how to live this life on God's term. It's not our terms. It's God's term. We are, it is our obligation. I'm talking to the believers. The world has their way of doing things. They they contrary to the word of God. They are walking in disobedience, but not the children of God. Not those who have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. You walk in the rhythm of the word of God. At least you ought to. So We need to learn to live our life according to the word of God. And if you've been in a season for a long time, maybe you need to reevaluate what you have been saying for that time span that you've been in that season. Remember, I've been saying we need to follow the instruction of God And if we don't get into the B-I-B-L-E, which is the manual, and if we don't do everything what the Bible says, it is not God's fault, it's our fault. That means that we need to get it right. But I come to tell you that we are the righteousness of Christ and God has given us another opportunity to get it right. And it's going to start with our mind. If you go right on down to verse 6 in this chapter. Matter of fact, if you start at the 5th, it says, For they are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Meaning, the, the carnality. We don't walk after the way of the world system. We should be walking after the kingdom system. And in order for us to walk after the kingdom system, that means we need to be in Christ. Because the carnal man, that means that nature, the carnal man, the humanistic side, will never understand the spiritual. That's where the wars come in. The carnal minded, which is death, and the spiritual mind is, is life. That's verse 6. God wants us to walk after the, the Spirit, meaning being led by the Spirit of God. And you'll know you're being led by the Spirit of God because you'll listen to His voice and follow the instruction. But the devil will always bring about doubt and fear. That's his ammo, doubt and fear. 
That's why it's so important that we get in the word of God and then have that relationship. Get into a place where, where it's just you and God and get quiet. We've been taught that the teacher does not talk during the test. So if God give you instruction, or let me put it this way. If you go to God and ask God a question and he doesn't say anything, that means you don't move. You wait until he give you the instruction to move. But most time when we go to God, we doing the communication one way. We tell God about the problem, and then when he does not give us an answer at that moment, then we pick up that problem, then we try to solve it. Now we're getting in trouble. Now we're prolonging, and we're we're going to stay in that season because now we are doing it our way and not God's way. We need to understand that we have an obligation. I'm talking to the believers. We have an obligation to live this life, the spirit life in Christ. But how you live it is by getting in the word of God. We must renew our mind daily. It's a daily thing that we must do. And even if you didn't get into your word on yesterday, guess what? You forget about it, get yourself up, and get back into the word today. The thing is, don't stay there. If you don't want to fulfill the lusts of the flesh, the Bible said, sow to the spirit, you reap, you will reap the spirit. But if you sow to the flesh, guess what? The flesh you will reap. It is time for us to understand how to live the life on God's term. And we are to walk not after the flesh. We walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. We want to please God by faith. You can never please God with your flesh. The flesh will never please God. The flesh only pleases itself. The flesh comes with excuses. Excuses always pleases the maker. Because the maker of the excuse understands what they did to not do what they're supposed to do. So the flesh will give you an excuse that will justify what you deem it's supposed to be done at that moment. We got to literally change our mind. How do we change our mind? By putting on the word of God. Matter of fact, getting into the word of God and getting into that that place where it's just you and God. I'm not telling you something that I'm not doing. I'm doing it. It's a daily thing. It's a daily fight. It's a daily battle. But you got to have your mind made up. Mainly saying, my mind is like Christ. I have the mind of Christ. And it's a daily battle to not want to doubt. It's a daily battle to not want to fear. It's a daily battle of pressing. 
that it that sometimes it's scary. It'll take you out of your comfort zone because you're actually, guess what? Releasing and giving it to God, meaning you trust in God when you can't trace him. That can that can be scary. Because all the while you've been thinking that you're in control. And God is saying, give it to me. Give it to me. That's why it's so important. When you go back and read this entire chapter of Romans chapter 8, it'll tell you how we are to live. We are not to live after the flesh. We are to live after the spirit of Christ. We are to be men and women that are led by the spirit of God. Not our emotions. Not the circumstances. Not the situation. Nor the environment. And I'm telling you, it can sometimes shake the very core of you. Because that means that you are now learning to release and give it to God. And it's, it can be very uncomfortable to, to talk crazy in a situation. Now, it, it sounds crazy to say that I'm debt free when you know that you got a bunch of bills looking and staring at you. But that's how believers talk. Our confession bring on the promises of God. Let me help you out this morning. Your confession brings on the promise of God. That means you got to say what you want to happen, not what you are experiencing. I'm talking about living the life on God's turn, meaning you got to start talking like God talk. Kingdom talk. We are to walk by faith and not by what we see. So whatever we are experiencing, we got to say what God's word says. And it can be very challenging to the point that you're going to think your own self crazy. But you got to believe the word of God. How can two walk together? God got to agree with his word and his word cannot lie. He wants us to walk in the fullness of who he is. But most of us don't even know how to live the life of Christ. We've been living a yo-yo up and down life. We've been walking after our emotions. We've been walking after the report. Yesterday on the way coming home from, from church... And I was saying, God, I've been getting this type of report and, and, and the report is saying this. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of God said, well, whose report are you going to believe? That sounds crazy to know that in the natural, from the natural perspective, they like to give you a report. 
a good report or a bad report. But God nullifies all of that. He said, whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the report that of what they're giving you? Or are you going to believe the report of the Lord? That sounds crazy. But it, but it brings about the life of Christ. That is how we are to live. It's all in how we see it. I was faced with something yesterday that jogged me, but the Spirit of God reminded me it could have been a worse outcome. It's all in how we see it. Whenever they bring a report, are you going to take that report and let that report dampen your day? Are you going to look at it from a perspective of God's way and say, God, I believe your report in spite of this report that was presented to me. I'm talking about living the God life on his terms. Because guess what? Our way of living and our terms will always be short. But living the life on God's term will give us eternal life. We are to live after the spirit of Christ. It's through Christ that strengthens us. And everything we need is in him. The spirit, the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will bear witness. The Holy Spirit will give us insight. The Holy Spirit will give us the revelation of the information in order for us to continue to live the life in Christ. I'm not going to tell you, you're not going to go through something. We all are going to go through something. We all are going to be shaken. We all are going to experience something. But we got to know that God is with us. He'll never leave us, nor will he ever forsake us. I'm telling you, when you get into that place, when you don't know what to do, let me help you out. You run into worship. You run into the presence of God. Remember, there's safety in God. But most times, we want to pick up the phone and call Tyrone and Susie and, and all the others. One of the one of the greatest things that we are challenged with, and guess what? Is with our mouth. We want to go run tell something. Or we want to share what we're going through. That can be good. And it can also be bad. How about just taking it to God in prayer? And then if the spirit of God release you to say something, then you say something. Oftentimes, oftentimes we feel that we need a sound barrier, a soundboard, somebody that we can confide in. And if you need that, make sure it's somebody of faith, somebody who know how to pray. P-R-A-Y, not P-R-A-E-Y. 
Make sure it's somebody that know how to talk right. Kingdom talk. That they're going to say what the word says about the situation. Talking about living this life on God's terms. We've been living on this yo-yo and walking after the flesh. And most of us have not even known we've been walking after the flesh. You know how? Because what we say that comes out of our mouth. It's so important that as we walk through the valley, that we say what God is saying while we're walking through the valley. So we can... Go through whatever process that needs that we need to go through unscathed. So we can come out victorious. And then we can have the due season. My, m- many of us been in that same season. If you've been in a season and if you feel that you've been in a season for a long time. Let's be mindful what we say. Let's now get it right and start saying what the word of God says about the matter. And it could be, it's not you. It could be God wants you in that season for such a season. Until he says it's time for you to get out. But while you are yet in it, let us walk after the spirit. So we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Let us be mindful of what we say while we're in that season. Let us live life on this side of heaven on God's turn. Remember, no good thing. No good thing will he withhold from us. And it's important that we understand who we are in Christ Jesus while we are living this life. God is concerned about everything pertaining to you because you belong to him. And he wants us to live the life on his term, not on our term. This is not our thing. And we can do what we want to do. We're not to live what the Isley brother says. No, this is God's. This is God's way. And we are to live our life on his terms. Because we've been sold out. We've been bought with the price. And if you've fallen, if you have made a mistake, if you have done something that's contrary to the word of God, All you need to do is ask God for forgiveness. Amen. Father, forgive me. I have sinned. And know that God is able. He's able and just to forgive you from all unrighteousness. Now remember, you have an adversary. That's going to come and try to remind you of what you used to do. And it's important that you say, that's not me. 
I'm no longer a slave to sin. Sin does not have dominion over me. I no longer walk after the flesh. I walk after the spirit of Christ. I live in him. I am the righteousness of Christ. I have God's mind so I think like him. See, when you know the word, you'll do the word. You'll apply the word. At least you ought to. And it's a daily thing. It's a daily walk. It's a daily walk in him. It's a daily being led by the spirit of God. You read it, Romans 8, 14. Then the, the entire chapter of Romans 8. Study it. Make that a priority so you know how to live this life on God's terms. Knowing that we are walking after the spirit of God. We are people that are led by the spirit of God. And it can be challenging at times. I'm telling you, God is concerned about everything. Let me tell you how, how God is so so concerned. Yesterday, as me and my daughter was going to, to church, and our church is all the way down in Miami in Coconut Grove, and I was driving. I normally drive going, and she normally drive on the way coming back. So on the way um, driving, I heard the Spirit of God clearly say, get in the express lane. Now, there was a sign saying that I-95 and 95th Street, the exiting for the 95th Street was closed. Did not tell us that there was going to be traffic backed up because they was merging all the lines to one. Normally, normally they would give us a heads up that they they going to be merging the lines. The traffic in Miami is unpredictable. But I clearly heard the Spirit of God say, get in the express lane. Now, it appears that traffic was moving, and I'm so glad you all hear me say one of the things I, one of the greatest things is, is I know the voice of God. When I got into the express lane, we were rolling. Then all of a sudden, as we passed the 95th Street sign, traffic stopped backing up. And traffic was backed up until you almost got to downtown Miami. I said, Lord God, I thank you. If Had, had I not listened to the Spirit of God, would have been late for church. Super late. Maybe 30, 40 minutes late because of the traffic. I'm telling you, in all our ways, when we acknowledge him, he'll direct us. Holy Spirit, should I be doing this? Should I go here? Should I be a part of this organization? He will. He will give us instruction. He will give us insight. Because he's God. And we are to be led by the spirit of God and not our emotion. Or what's popular. 
We're talking about living the life on God's term. And living a life on God's term meaning that we need to walk after the spirit of God and not the flesh. We are to walk by faith and not by sight. Let us understand that we are the righteousness of Christ. We are in right standing in him. But it is our obligation to live after the spirit of Christ. Being not conformed to this world, but being ye transformed daily by the renewing of our mind. Let us live after the spirit of God and not the flesh. In Jesus' name.